Go time. I'm Matthew. I'm Steven. And this week, maybe we'll have a better title. Maybe we will. I have another possible title. Alright, go for it. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. It's called Matt and Steve. Scripting unscripted. Scripting unscripted. Uh, huh? Uh, that's not bad. It was the best I could come up with, but... Uh, Nicholas, give us thumbs of approval on yeah. an audio podcast. Alright, we'll scripting see. unscripted. I'll see how I feel about that. Yeah. I feel like that was something that was thrown up last week. Really? Was it? it might have <laughs> <laughs> wow, I have this amazing new original idea. I, unscripted, I think, was definitely... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's true. But still, scripting unscripted. Scripting unscripted, yeah. It's much more concise. Uh-huh. So, show notes. More okay. organized. I figure before we get into the their proposal things, we talk about movies we've watched. Ah, interesting idea. I, uh, I've seen a movie this week. You've seen a movie this week? Yeah, well, I mean... I've seen, I saw a new movie this week. I also watched several movies I had seen before. Okay, what did you uh, see since we last spoke of? I saw Dangerous Method. A Dangerous Method? Yes. That's with uh, Michael Fassbender, right? Yep, Michael Fassbender's penis, mainly. Mainly. Do you see a lot of it in this one? Sadly, no. It was tragic. I mean, he did That's, didn't. that's a shame. Uh, I see what he did there. <laughs> yeah, actually, it was pretty good. I mean, I like Michael Fassbender, a cool guy. And it had Viggo Mortensen, and it had... Freud, and Freud thought everything was penises. It was pretty good. Which is weird, if you think everything is penises, that you'd get a bit of Michael Fassbender in there. That's true, actually, given the subject matter. Yeah, I, uh, I watched Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Yeah, like, I've seen that name around. I actually have no idea. I've never seen a trailer. I don't know what it's about at all. It's, uh, it's a spy movie set in, like, the 80s or 60s or something, or 70s. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's a period piece. I don't know whose period it is. It's... Such a slow-moving movie that's hard to keep up with. Really? Yeah. It's like, it just lumbers along. It doesn't do things like tell you that we've transitioned into a flashback or anything. <laughs> you kind of go out and be like, oh, this guy doesn't seem to be dead. Or, oh, this guy has different glasses on. Like, you have to rely on <laughs> subtle cues. So sometimes you're like, oh, we're now in this time period. Wait, what did he just say? And then it's full of old white men that have comb-overs. I see. All old white men look the same to me. <laughs> Way to be racist, man. And Nicholas approves again. Yeah. Nicholas is kind of peripherally here, by the way. He is uh, the Nelson of this week's podcast. Yeah. Not going to talk, but... Uh... I'm not the Nelson, okay? <laughs> not the Nelson. Anyways, it was, it was a good movie. It was stuffed. And, well, at the same time, having all these very long, quiet dialogue moments. Mm-hmm. I liked it. That's a movie you have to go into the right attitude for, otherwise it's going to be painful. Yeah. I closed my eyes in a bit during it and just listened. <laughs> I didn't fall asleep though, I swear. Sure you did. Yeah, other than that, no. That, you, what else did you watch that wasn't new? Well, I watched, I guess it's been two weeks since the last... Yeah, it has been two weeks. Yeah, so I watched Kill Bill 1 and 2 again, I watched Fighting Nemo, I watched Princess Bride, and I watched... Toy Story 3, which I believe we argued about at length. We argued about almost all those movies at length last night. Yep. Basically, I'm less a fan of I'm very much a fan of all of those movies, so... They, they could be better. But that's not what this, this, this uh, we're here for, right? Yeah. We don't want to rehash that. We do, uh, I wouldn't mind rehashing that. <laughs> but it's so awesome! <laughs> but it's not! Kill Bill, man! And that was the last two hours of this night. Yep. So let's uh, move on to to what I really care about, which is our vanity. Mm-hmm. So we posted this on the interwebs, and then I posted this on iTunes, and yep. then I posted this on uh, my Facebook, and we currently have four subscribers, apparently. Mm-hmm. 
Now, if you do the math and throw, take out the fact that I'm a subscriber, mm -hmm. that puts us down to three legitimate ones. Did you check that? Is, can you calculate that? Four minus one. Four minus one. <sighs> Actually, I think I might have unsubscribed, which means... No, no, I'm still subscribed. So, yeah, four minus one. Well, I'm not a subscriber. You are not a So, well, I mean, could be Amy, potentially, possibly Tufik. Possibly Tufik. And then um, I think I know one or two other people that may or may not be subscribing, even though they could just yeah. click through the links. Yeah. Yeah. But on top of that, we, we had six subscribers at one point. Oh. We have eight. Oh, that's the number added. Okay, well, that's... That's even crazier. Okay, so maybe we have random like internet strangers. We must have internet strangers. Um, so on the plus side, that means we've had about 24 downloads overall. Uh -huh. Five of them are probably my fault. Yeah, probably like, at least a couple are me. So that gives us at least 18. Yeah. On the minus side, that, that pretty much means we've used up all our bandwidth for the month. Cheers, so no one will listen to this. No please. one will be able to listen to this. Yeah. Because we've used 123.7 megabytes of our one gigabyte monthly traffic. But, you know... Sucks to be you guys, you have to wait until we uh, get our bandwidth back, and then by then you'll be behind by three or so, whatevers. Or maybe you'll decide not to subscribe anymore, in which case... Uh, um, fuck off and die. Yeah, suck it. Um, so now that I'm done flating ourselves, let's talk about the stuff that we talked about two weeks ago, which was the program that we decided upon was the free version, the free open source Celtex. Yes, which I didn't download. <laughs> Whoops. Whoopsies. I, I downloaded it. And uh, it seems pretty easy to use. Uh, you just like tab between dialogue and action, mm -hmm. and then auto formats the rest of it. When you convert it to a PDF, though, it looks really typewritery. Oh, uh, I don't love that. Really, but I mean, I don't know. The typewriter look is kind of cool in some ways. In some ways, I'd have to see what it actually looks like. Maybe I'll show that to you later because I hate cutting up dead air. Yeah, right. We've decided upon that. I've started using cold turkey to help myself be more productive. Oh right, yeah. I freaking uh, I wish there was a Linux version of that. Well, maybe if you didn't spend all your time working on Linux. Well, I kind of have to. Well, I mean, there must be some kind of equivalent, maybe. I think they expect you to be able to program that yourself in Linux. Let's be honest. We gave you the documentation. Why can't you? You have all the source code. Just like create your own firewall. Uh -huh. Um, because that's basically what it is. Is like it, it's a firewall that you tell what to block, and then it punishes you if you try to circumvent it. Yeah, but like, I mean, I was reading the facts, like trying to circumvent it is pretty complicated in itself, right? Yeah, but that's the type of stuff that if I got really, like, jonesing, I could probably like, figure <laughs> out how to do. Yeah. And then I'd lose the internet for like a week. Well, like, I don't lose all the internet, but I lose like Facebook and all my favorite time wasters, my time sinks, uh -huh. my slash film and my Nerdist. And then Dropbox. Yeah. So should I set that up, I guess? You said you were going to set that up. Whoops. You said you were going to refer us. Oh, right. right. I forgot about that completely. Yes. Okay, yeah. We just need some name or whatever to call it. Whatever. Scripted, unscripted, or well, uh, well, maybe yeah. we'll have a better title. Yeah. Which I maintain is not a bad title, if yeah. not a little wordy. Yeah. So, Dropbox. And there was another thing that we, we talked about, but I can't remember what. Well, I mean, we talked about how we're going to divide up the work. Oh, yeah. Like, by day, probably. Day by day. We'll figure, that, that's something that we'll figure out on the fly, right? We still haven't settled on an ID in specific. Mm-hmm. Once we actually do pick a script to start on, then that'll probably become a little bit easier to do. Yeah. How have your brainstorm sessions been going? <laughs> I say knowingly that they, for the most part, haven't. You put an S on sessions, as in plural. That's not the case. Uh, no, I, I had one brainstorming session this morning in bed, but it was extremely productive. I had a bunch of really cool ideas, which I think are really cool. And ideas? Yeah, yeah. 
But uh, like I said, they're mostly about the um, the apartment movie. Well, that's good because I have about two or three other full movies, and then just a bunch of taglines. So, because <laughs> uh, I had one really good dream last in the last two weeks. I love how this is your main creative source. <laughs> Dreaming? Yep. Oh, they're so good though. I guess my dreams are never like they're never the type of narratives that would be good for movies. It's not that they're they're great on their own, uh-huh. but there's a good idea here. Yeah. In my first pitch, the, the, the kid being chased by the killer, Yeah. I think in my dream, it was literally just like, I was the kid walking down the street, and all of a sudden this creepy guy approached me, and he just started following me for like a block and a half, and then he chased, I stabbed him in the leg. So all those those parts were all the dream was. And then I got up, and I'm like, that was pretty awesome. Yeah. I wonder how would that would continue to play out. And then I started building up the idea of the construction yard. And then I thought backwards, like, how did it get to that point? And I think originally I had the kid playing an important role in the guy getting fucked over. But now you just like it being... I like it being completely disconnected. Yeah. You know, the idea of just finding a whipping boy. The whipping boy being a victim, not necessarily worthy of bad stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, that's kind of how they work out. And I think my new favorite one, my new, my newest one that I favor the most of my new ideas, is much in the same vein where... It's actually splintered off into two movies, and one's going to be an action movie, Uh and one's going to be like this mystery thriller. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of universe to build for that, both those movies, I think, which could be interesting. Right. So, and then I've also been trying to force myself to at least set aside a bit of time every day to actively think about my ideas. Yeah. So I got like the Epic Win app. I don't know if you know what that is. Nope. It gives you an avatar. You can set goals and set those goals related to something like strength, stamina, intelligence, or whatnot. Oh, yeah. And you set them repeatedly. And you get points if you complete the, the objective. So I put, like, a very small point to me daily working on script ideas. Right. And I think I put about 100 points, actually, to my spirit for doing this podcast. <laughs> so uh, this is upping my spirit for my avatar thing. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, sure. I think I paid, like, three bucks for it. But <laughs> I, it's, it's definitely helped me keep an eye on stuff. In a way, I find kind of fun. Yeah. So, do you want to start talking about our ideas then? Yeah, sure. Why not? Do you want to start with you, or do you want to hear some of my, like, sh- quick shoot-off ones? Yeah, well, let's hear your new... Or, well, yeah, sh- yeah, go ahead, you. I'm going to just do all my ones that are, like, literally taglines, and then I'll build up to the bigger ones, because I have a few bigger ones. Mm-hmm. Um, so much I borrowed from my past, like, stories I used to write. Your dark, violent past? My apparently. dark, violent, sexually uh, molested past. <laughs> Because my father didn't touch me. Uh-huh. I tried so hard to make him. I was like, Daddy, please. Put some clothes on. Why do you remind me of my father? Anyway, so, these first few are just like, I was walking, I'm like, ah! Oh, that'd be an excellent tagline for a movie. So I have, um, the first two are, again, kind of revenge and murdery. Because, you know, my dark, loving, wholesome history. I have uh, Outsource Your Revenge. It's like this, uh... I think Dirty Works, but Dark. I don't know if you know Dirty Works. I haven't seen No. You're probably not missing much. It's like... <sighs> Norm MacDonald? Saturday Night Live, Norm MacDonald? No. Yeah, fine, fine. <laughs> don't know anything about, like, Saturday Night Live. I, the, the, the film Dirty Works is like, uh, this this guy sets up uh, revenge for hire, so he'll... You pay him a thousand bucks, and he'll make your boss look bad or something, or make someone who right. wronged you look bad. Mm. So I, I, my thought, like, well, oh, so your revenge. I'm like, oh, let's make this darker and weirder. Yeah. So you literally hire this guy to go as far as to maybe even kill somebody for you. Yeah, I, I like that. And you're like an urban mercenary that specializes in justice. And I figure at some point, 
you know, goes bad for him, and then he's on the run, on possibly, you know, maybe maybe there's an entire franchise and someone like hires another revenge company to <laughs> get revenge on his the one of the revenges he said or something. Yeah. Then he turned into a cliche action movie. Uh-huh. I don't know. Explosions. Are you picturing him as like a fairly like like what's his moral status? He's great. He's incredibly great. Okay. So he, he could also be an anti-hero. So he accepts kind of like any revenge no matter how justified or unjustified it may be sort of thing. I feel like he might set the degree of which the punishment can be set. Uh-huh. But I think he'd be willing to kill somebody. Yeah. Like no problem. So you could if you really wanted to you could keep him good and be like well, he only kills people that cause death of others or something. Yeah. Or you could just have him be like, you know, I will do this for this much, this for this much, this for this much. Yeah. And it'll vary depending on how bad the revenge is, you know. This kid poured water in your pants and said, ha, you peed your pants. Well, that means murder's going to be around 10, 10, 10 million or something because, mm-hmm. you know, it's ridiculous. Yeah. But uh, I don't see him being incredibly moral given his life work. Yeah. So, yeah, that was explosions. Uh-huh. And then we have my next one. Uh, don't read them before you hear them. Uh, we got murder just got crowdsourced. Uh huh. And so I have no idea what this is. It just sounds awesome. It kind of does, yeah. Uh, but I figured it kind of. I, I when I when I thought this, I th- kind of thought of the movie Cry Wolf, except a bit different. See again, I haven't seen Cry Wolf. No, I, you're not missing much. Okay. I always borrow on bad movies in the thought that I can make them better. So at some point, <laughs> I'll be referencing Kill Bill. Talking about how I can make that better. Wow, okay. We're um, in a fight. Uh, so I figured something like, one of my thoughts about it though was like, you, a bunch of people get online, maybe they're on like 4chan, they're all like, oh, let's commit this murder in a very similar manner. And it's all anonymous, but then like, it, you know, they coordinate it, and then a bunch of people actually start doing it. Yeah. So you have, all, you have like a serial murderer, but crowdsourced. Yeah, yeah, that could be cool. But again, I, I never got past that and where we could go with that. Or how, how you can make a story arc of that. Murder just got crowdsourced. Like, I want to see that movie. Doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. And finally, of, wait, no, I got more. Uh, we have uh, my my hillbilly meets uh, black comedy. Not black as in dark, but black as in <laughs> colored folk. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, we have Bills from the Hills. And I'm totally not qualified to wait, write this. <laughs> yep, me neither. Uh, but no, I think it's like uh, you know Beverly Hillbillies. Well, yes, I do know them a bit, but I don't like. Imagine that, but mixed in with something like uh, Friday or the day uh, Friday after next, or some sort of black comedy, or just any sort of Eddie Murphy comedy. <laughs> well, not any sort of Eddie. Actually, you'd have Eddie Murphy play every hillbilly character. <laughs> oh, brilliant! Those are always great. So yeah, that was my. Hypothetical, those those last two again. Movies that I want to see, mm-hmm. but I don't know how I'd make, we'd make them at this point. Yeah, well, Bills from the Hills grabs me a bit less than the other two. Well, yeah, that's like my... That's it's probably we're... just me being racist, though. <laughs> that's that's like, we've made it, and we se- we're selling out now. <laughs> we're, we're just totally, like, norbiting it, or whatever it is. Yep. That, that guy. I still get a lot more. Can you tolerate a lot more? Yeah, absolutely. Um, like I said, I've been working... Yeah, so I, I have two ideas, weeks. like some. <laughs> so another one I had, because I just watched 13 Assassins, uh-huh. which was a pretty cool movie. It's like these 13 guys go to kill this Shogun cult guy, because he's kind of a bit of a psychopath. Uh-huh. So they're trying to kill him before he becomes the like, head of the Shogun. And that made me think of, well, I like Assassins. <laughs> I've noticed. And I like Ninjas. 
So what if we hire? So what if this is a movie? You have at least four Western assassins. So like, you know, you get Sylvester. Actually, you don't get Sylvester Stallone. He's kind of sold out of it. <laughs> you get you get uh yeah you, you know Chuck Norris because he's clearly willing to do a rated R movie. Absolutely. Um, you, know, you get like these badass action heroes. Yeah, yeah. You know, like four of them together, and they're going to like assault this mansion to kill like this one rich guy. Mm-hmm. And like it starts out like it's going to be an easy mission. They they ascend on the place. They breach at different points, and boom, ninjas every fucking where. This is set in modern times. Obviously. Set in modern times. So Just ninjas. There'll be guns. There'll be swords. This is basically gonna be like Kill Bill, but way better. <laughs> I didn't think I'd use that analogy, <laughs> but I felt like I had to. Yep. No, but like imagine there's like gunplay mixed in with the swordplay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, like gun fu to bring up like ultraviolet or. Uh, Equilibrium. Yeah. Except good. Except I haven't seen it. <laughs> of course you haven't seen them. Well. Um, so yeah, that, that was actually, um, this, that was probably the first of my dream thought processes for this week. That one's not very well fleshed out. Uh-huh. But it's a pretty simple concept. Yep. And ninjas and guns are awesome. So, has to be good. Basically. Basically. Um, as a side note, I have written down here, book adaption, question mark. Uh, adaptation? That, whatever. Adaptation. Adaption. Do I tell you how to spell? Sometimes? No, not really, I guess. Well, we haven't actually started writing. <laughs> Should be like, I haven't actually written anything new this week, but I've corrected all your grammar. Yep. I, my guy was a slick-talking black guy! He was talking like that for purpose! What you doing? <laughs> how come black guys talk like this? <laughs> Anyways, um... And so I'm like, well, I'm doing every other genre. Where's my romance drama? Okay. Um, and we've seen the, the like, two people, will they, won't they? We've seen the breakup movies. Uh-huh. Um, but I feel like we're missing the serial monogamous movie. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, just, like, jumping from one woman to the next. It's like, the one character is the main character. You could even do it with a girl. I don't care. <laughs> but the idea that just one person experiencing several relationships as opposed to one big one. Right. You have a high turn on there. But each of them kind of lasting for a decent amount of time. Yeah. You know... 10, 15 minutes. I don't know. It could be. It could be a trilogy. A trilogy yeah. of three. Right. The Star Wars this era. <laughs> With one relationship per movie. Yeah. Big... <laughs> and the best about, the best thing about this brainstorming is it really got me thinking about bad pickup lines and stuff. Or like. Oh, beautiful. Things to talk about, like. You know, like, just not not always in the context of just picking someone up, but like the afterthought, like you know, you're telling a story to your friends. Yeah. And uh, so, so I got the uh, the tagline for the movie, of course, because I love my taglines. Is uh, a promise is something that can only get broken. So, so it's like break after breaks. Mm-hmm. So that's why that's there. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, so then uh, I got some dialogue here. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> then we get into my character. Mm-hmm. Y'all, y'all. No. So, no. so like, man, once I was, I was at the bar, uh-huh. and I go up to this girl. I'm like, yo, will you sin with me? So she slaps me in the face, says no, walks away. Bitch steals my heart anyways. Mm. See, it's clever. Mm. It's clever. It's because uh, it's stealing a sin? Yeah, it is. Okay, so yeah, yeah. that's what he's going for there. Yep, I get it. Um, and that doesn't play in the context of actually saying that to a woman. Uh, but I think it plays well in like talking to a guy about like his pickup artistry or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is weird, so I don't think I'm really qualified to be a pickup artist. 
But you're pretty damn sexy. So. I am pretty damn sexy. Uh, another one, if this guy's a writer, because mm -hmm. he's like, hey, write what you know, and I don't know how to write. Yeah. Um, so. So this guy introduces himself to the chick. He's like, oh, you know, I'm a writer. Uh -huh. And they go, and they always say, you know, write what you know. And I want to write all about you. Yeah. How's that? Just like, I want to get to know you. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to explain all of these until they're uh, not funny. Yep. And then finally is, is the one that we talked that came <laughs> up last night, which I loved, personally. That was a pretty good line. Um, where you, Nelson, which you might recall for sticking up for Julia and Julia, which we got some flack about that, apparently. Really? Yeah. Wait, who got flack for what? We got flack for, apparently, bashing. Bashing. I, I put that in quotations, I don't know if you can see it. Julia and Julia. I, I mean, I haven't even seen it. Did I, I, I was just making fun of the trailer. <laughs> Really? Yeah, we were just making fun of the concept of two true stories when it's like two people in one story. Um, really, yeah. Making fun of the tagline. Anyways, so we got some flack from one of our listeners. I'm not going to name names, but she's probably female. She's probably taking her PhD in economics right now. Uh -huh. Probably at the University of uh, Toronto, and she's probably in her second year. Yeah, and her name is, well, let's call her like, like C. Tufik. No, no, that's too, that's too well, obvious, because her last name's on the website. Okay, so maybe like Christine T, then? Yeah, sure, Christine T. It's a little mouthy. Anyways, <laughs> point is, not that we got off on a tangent, apparently people are pro-tangent. Yeah, I know. I um, like tangents myself. I do love tangents. Yep. Another time we got off on a tangent? Not really, no, when was that? I think it was last week. Yep. Do you think this is a little bit self-serving at this point? <laughs> like, we're, it's being way too self-referential. Yeah. We're so worried, we'll get to that, too. Um, anyway, so it was like... We were sitting in the bar, and Nelson was complaining that his uh, his lover was too far away from him. Yeah. You'll like this. And and Steve goes, well, guy, you know, I'm at, I I have a much longer distance relationship going on right now than you do. Yeah. Which Nelson's, is true. Which Nelson, is, Nelson has nothing to complain about. He has like, nothing. Whatever. And I, I, being the very clever, handsome, and modest person that I am. Indeed. That was a... Uh, on the way. I got a text from Amy. Ha ha. <laughs> This is all so you being the handsome blah blah blah. blah. Oh, yeah, I, I, you are. Sorry. <laughs> I say, guys, clearly I got the, the weakest deal here. I'm the longest distance relationship. Mine's intertemporal. You know, mine, mine's distance over time. Exactly. It's, yes. So, well, you said it, you delivered it very well last night. I delivered it much better last night. Um, I think you weren't interrupted. You, you guys set up, and I wasn't interrupted by Steve uh -huh. getting a wife. Yeah, well, this I also got a text from my sister too, so that's way less hot, unless she's single and within the proper dating age and not a listener. Um, none of those things. Wait, no, wait, she is not a listener, so. <laughs> okay, so then I can talk dirty stuff about your sister. Don't no, <laughs> just no. <clears throat> Apparently, over sixty-seven dollars. In small bills. Well, sure, why not? So that that was my that was my my shot the romance. Romantical comedy, uh -huh. the drama. Right. Okay. Um, then I have my uh, classical three people keep a secret, and then they get back together to find out somebody doesn't like their secret. You know, classic thriller. What do you mean exactly? Just like, cliche. You know, maybe they kill a hooker. Oh, okay. Body, right. Right. Like that. Yes. I didn't think much about this one. Uh huh. I'm just like those films are cool. I should write that down. Okay. I I have nothing but the broadest strokes that could be like any any film. <laughs> Then I'm gonna skip that long one for now. Okay. And I'll do my last three short ones. So I got another. I got another fantasy film. Uh -huh. Family film. Yep. 
And so when I was young, my dad, my brothers and I would go on walks with him. Yeah. You know, because we have dogs. Dogs need to be walked. Yeah. Because they have to go to the bathroom. And apparently they like exercise. Anyways, when we go on these walks, my father, my dearest father, may he still be alive in peace. <laughs> Sorry. That's totally going to show up again. Yep. Um, may he still be alive in peace, used to tell us these stories that centered around my brother's three. Where we'd, uh, ex uh, where we stumbled upon this time cave mm -hmm. that would bring us to various points in uh, history, or time, or meta-time, or whatever it uh -huh. is. And then we'd go on this misadventure, it's kind of like Chronicles of Narnia style, but way more badass. Huh. I agree that there's a lot going on there, that, and a lot of stuff was plagiarized from other things upon reflection. Uh-huh. However... Um, I think there's there's probably still something to work with there. Huh. If I want to relive my childhood. <laughs> I swear we're getting uh, an end to my short ones and uh -huh. get to the long one. Okay. Um, so the next one I'm like, I was, I was thinking, after thinking about my father, whom I love, uh -huh. dearest. Aww. Uh, I just gave myself, I'm, I'm a good son. I pat myself on the back. I thought of uh, the old adage where... You know, because I had a, I had two parents growing up, I thought, well, what would the opposite of that be? Not zero parents growing up, because that's too obvious, but mm -hmm. like the, the father that disappears, and then the, the cliche, oh, he went out for a pack of cigarettes and never came back. Yeah. I'm like, well, what if that guy did go out for a pack of cigarettes, wanted to come back, but then just got like, I don't know, abducted by aliens, like yeah, thrown yeah. into a time vortex, or like something crazy like that? Yeah. Yeah, and he legitimately just... <laughs> He just legitimately had the worst day of his life, you know, I, mean, I don't know what, yet. You can have him just, like, perpetually be trying to get back and, like, things just keep getting in his way and, like, he, I don't know. Just, like, 40 years later. <laughs> yeah, exactly, I mean, he just, yeah, just keep, <laughs> he's just always still trying and, yeah. Not to be disrespectful to people whose parents did disappear, but mm -hmm. I'm just saying, that'd be funny. As an outsider, it'd be really funny. Trust me, when you're more distant from it, and your father does come back, and it turns out he's been fighting aliens this whole time. Yeah. You'll see the humor in it. You'll laugh. You'll this. laugh. And then finally, I have the film I've titled The Metascript. Oh, Christ. <laughs> this is good. We're just getting into community territory. <laughs> um, and all I have written down here in, uh, well, poorly grammared. Mm-hmm. Is poorly... That's not even a good sentence. No, um, Again, meta. Really. Meta. Uh, two friends decide to become screenwriters, with spaces between it. Uh-huh. Uh, together... Colon, hijinks ensue. This is the worst to, to get to her. <laughs> to get to her and, and screenwriters, two, two words. Look at that, spell check at work. Uh huh. Yeah. Hygilarity? That's Hygilarity. actually kind of amusing. <laughs> hijinks and hilarity. 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 Hey, hilarity ensues. Uh huh. Um, the best part is, we'd totally, we'd totally be way into that. Mm -hmm. We would be writing what we know, certainly. Well, I don't know if we really know. Well, it would be like self consistent, because as we would be doing it, we would be doing it so we would know it so we would be able to write it. Yeah, but then we wouldn't know how it ended. Yeah, I don't know. Well, it'll just be, <laughs> be like in Spaceballs where they're watching the movie at the same time. And they pass forward and it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, Yep. Good movie. Well, good. I don't know. I didn't, uh, I... I didn't say great movie. I said good. Okay. It's a good. I'll punch you. Right. Like I said, Kill Bill's not bad. <laughs> Finding Nemo's terrible. <laughs> Toy Story 3 is practically an abortion. Are, are you listening to this? People of... Oh, Christ. Send your angry emails to uh, Steve 
Forrester.com slash Gmail. No. Not at all right. None of this. Not at all close right. No. I don't know if we should ever have a an email for this. <laughs> Considering we have upwards of eight list seven listeners. Yeah. Apparently. Apparently. I feel sorry for all seven of you. Yeah, I know. Especially myself. This one has a lot of writing. This one, this is this is one that I had a really good dream about. <laughs> so this is this is my uh shot at the wanted slash push slash people with powers. Okay. And I'm like, I had a dream. Martin Luther King style. Yep. Sir Martin Luther King style. No, doctor. <laughs> doctor. Reverend. Father. I don't know, whatever. And like in my dreams I had clairvoyancy. Okay. So I could see other things in time. And it's like, uh went about I lived in a small apartment with my friend. We was chilling and one day my sketchy cousin shows up mm -hmm. and he's been all shot. Okay. And like that's pretty bad. And then we cut then because in my dreams I do editing. <laughs> uh, we cut to his funeral. Right. And I'm just chilling on a dock near the water because uh -huh. I love my water scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have some other stuff about this. Side note stuff that's not really important. Okay. Um, but all of a sudden I see myself in the first person view looking over my cousin's child and there's someone's pointing a gun at the child and then shoots the kid. Okay. And then points the gun. like So it would be like if I was first person view right at themselves and then... Right. Blinding light, and I'm back at the at uh, the docks. Yeah, right. And I'm like, I think something's wrong with uh, my cousin's wife and their kid. Mm -hmm. Could someone please call them? I got a really bad feeling. Yeah. And I find out that they just committed. She just committed like murder suicide. Oh, okay, because you were looking from the perspective of the. Yeah. Wow. Um, I see. I'm still working on like the rules about that because I actually think in the dream it was third person, <laughs> and I could see what she was doing. Think... Some some of what she was doing. Yeah. Um, are your dreams third person in general? Like, I think mine a, are. A lot of them are. Is that... Uh, but I always know, like, who I am. Like, my dreams have, like, dramatic irony to them, where, like, I'm, like, a, a person in the dream, and, like, I know things that I don't know in the dream. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was just... I had a dream last night where I was, like... I was talking to someone, and, like, it turned out to be a ghost. Mm -hmm. And, like, I ran off, but then I, like my dream camera stayed on the ghost and like I found out that it was a ghost but like me in dream didn't know like yeah it's, uh, kind, of, it's kind of like that for me too right like I always know who I am uh -huh. in the dream yeah and I'm really first person when I am that person yeah like I, I you know in, in in all these dreams I know who I'm identifying with I'm identifying with the kid yeah never the killer yeah never the killer sure man but I'm never necessarily in their bodies like, uh huh I knew it was a little kid, because I could see he was a little kid, and I could just tell he was me. So I felt like I had some control over what he's doing, mm -hmm. but not all control. Yeah. Back to this? Yeah, sure. Sorry. Um, and then I, I start to be haunted by the, the dead the dead mother. Uh-huh. And eventually it gets kind of sixth sensey. Okay. Where it's like, I can clairvoyant myself with dead people. Mm -hmm. Like, I can still see through the eyes of the dead, but I can't actually see them. So if I can see from the perspectives and stuff. Okay, right. And oh, so, yeah. but I can feel her presence there or something. Mm -hmm. uh, again, a lot of the, the uh, universe needs to be. Yeah, you gotta have consistent here. consistency. Mm -hmm. And eventually leads me to try to investigate. because oh, I hate that word so much. Yep. Investigate the the what led about to the the death of uh, my family members, vis-a-vis -vis the use of my newly found clairvoyancy and 
this weird connection to the dead. Right. And I'm like, well, that's a pretty interesting movie. Somehow I feel like the main character for that should be female. Okay. And I'm like, at the same time, there could be some badass gunfights with that. Like, imagine you're shooting down a hallway against someone, you're, you're covered, they're uncovered. You're like, well, what about this guy's looking at right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can, like, do some really badass action things where it's like, you know, you either cut to, to what the person's seeing, so you can either, like, flank them at the right time or something. Yeah, you could have, yeah, I mean, you could do do some cool, like, uh, camera techniques with that to, like, kind of convey what they're, you know. And so then I want you to turn that into an action movie. Right. That could be cool. And then it kind of turns into Jumper where you have, clearly you have to have someone evil with these powers, too, in order to make that interesting. Right. Or similar powers. Yeah. Um, so that would be the, the action movie, we have two people with powers. I think the the original film, The Murder Mystery, would just be like someone dealing with this new burden. Yeah. Kind of Odd Thomas style, actually, if I'm going to reference other things that you haven't heard of. What did you say? Odd Thomas. It's a Dean Coates book. It's going to be made into a movie this ah. year by the sounds of it. So basically, all my other ideas, all my ideas are other ideas that yeah. other people have stolen. I see. <laughs> any, any, any big thoughts or comments on, on that, that big... Uh bag muffin of them? I don't know. I feel like I'm better with coming up with, like, specific ideas once, like, the movies are more fleshed out. So, I mean, a lot of these are just kind of, like, quite broad strokes. I'm just like, oh, yeah, that's cool, but I don't have anything to... To add to them? Right, yeah. Well, like I said, a lot of these were broad strokes. I'm like, yeah, yeah I don't love them enough to, to go much further. Yeah. So not much to say there, then? Um, no, but I do like that last one. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's cool. I, I, I think that was, of my new ones, that's my favorite. Uh-huh. Because quite frankly, I don't think those other ones are... All those other ones, I'm like, these are kind of cool ideas, but I don't think I'd be the right person to write that. Mm-hmm. This, this action horror thriller with clairvoyancy. There's a really cool world to build there, and... Yeah. And I've, you know, there's there's at least two or three ways to go with it already. Mm-hmm. That's all I thought of in the last two weeks. Jeez, that's pathetic. Ouch. That's nothing. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> I'm only up to like five pages here. Like, exactly. I'm up to like 20 pages in my mind document. Yeah, but your mind document's probably like quadrupled space in size 12. Yeah. No, not size. 25 font. Basically, yes. So, uh, what did you have in the idea department? Because you were you're being all super creative. Yeah, I had my awesome creative spurt while lying in bed this morning before I got up. Oh my. That's what I do. I, I think that's what I'm either like trying to fall asleep or in bed when I wake up. <laughs> so I had a bunch of ideas for the um, the apartment movie that you, you were talking about last time, right? The one with the, the two kids who gain powers and there's like an evil force in an apartment, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think I might have a different vision of this movie than you do. I, I suspect I do because you had the dream. So maybe I'm just kind of like twisting it terribly. I had a dream. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, whenever I think of movies with, like, kind of cool magical powers or, like, fantasy-type movies, I always like them when they're just, like, they have a, a bit of, like, uh, a dark twist to them. Uh, or not dark, but kind of, like, uh, creepy and otherworldly. Okay, I like, other, like otherworldly. Yeah, sort of, I mean, not, not I haven't seen Pan's Labyrinth, but, like, like that kind of, kind of idea. You should watch it, it's a good movie. Yeah, yeah. maybe I'll put it on the list. Steve has a list of movies that I own that Steve feels he should watch. Do you own Pan's Labyrinth? Yeah. Really? I didn't even notice that. In it's under P, yeah. Pan's Labyrinth. I, and I helped organize your movies, so go me. Please um, don't rob me, Internet. Mm -hmm. I guess I was picturing it as taking place in a shorter time frame, sort of like over the course of a weekend. 
and I just had like basically I had a couple ideas for cool sequences that could happen in it. I like cool sequences. Yeah. So we have two kids, right? Boy and girl. That would be the current cliche. Yeah. yeah. So I guess I'm picturing it sort of like, you know, they stumble upon an apartment, they meet something there, uh, whatever it is, and at first they don't really know that it's, uh, you know, evil yet. Okay. Yeah, that was that was, that yeah. was why I had going basically yeah. too. So they get uh, they get these powers, and I I was thinking, maybe at, at first the evil guy would kind of like. Uh, I forget how much you, maybe this is your idea anyway, but like he would uh, tell them that there's this other power in the apartment that's kind of keeping him caged, right? I actually don't think I, no? I like, like I set up the premise of that, but I never had the, the creature inside push the kids to deal with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I was thinking he would start, you know, like saying, like maybe give these kids these powers to go and deal with this other creature, really with the aim of getting the kids to kind of like turn against each other. And so, kind of like, the first part of the movie would be them trying to like deal with this fake, other, you know, threat that the uh, the guardian are you calling him? Guardian's good. Yeah, yeah. evil guys, evil guy apparently. Yeah. Okay. Just keep talking. Don't mm -hmm. read. Yep. So, um, so the first part would be them trying to deal with this fake threat, and then it would be them kind of like turned against each other, and then they would kind of like in the end they would have to reunite to try and deal with the actual main guy? Whatever. Evil guy. You know what I mean. Sure, evil guy. I'm gonna call him the imp, maybe. Imp. Yeah, that'd be good. Alright, imp and guardian. Okay, so so one cool thing I was thinking about was like, I don't know why, when I started thinking of this idea, I had the idea that the um, the evil, the imp wouldn't be able to physically directly attack the kids, and so I just, I pictured him as like kind of creating this amalgam, like this monster out of like things in the room, that would just like create this really tall kind of like foreboding monster that would be like attacking the girl for some reason and then what? sexist yeah no I, I pictured it as a girl I don't know why I'm not sure where the the, the the boy would be but anyway what she would do is um, this like entity monster thing would be coming after her and she would um, it would be in the bathroom and she would zap a mirror and jump through the mirror so she's in this like mirror world now right and Basically, like, the, the monster thing can't get through at first, right? But she can... Well, I mean, a couple things about the mirror world. Like, it would be flipped, obviously. So we would try and convey that it was really disorienting. Backwards, like, yeah. She would try and go right, but she would go left, and, like, things like that. It would just be, like... She wouldn't be able to, like, kind of move properly. And, like... Basically, she would still be able to... I'm not sure if it would be voiceover, like, kind of coming from nowhere, but she would still be able to hear the imp's voice. And he would basically say, like... Something like, like, oh, I'll give you credit, I can't reach you in there. Uh, you'll have to find a way back through. And the creature, the thing made out of stuff, would, like, smash the mirror, and it would just go, like, black, and she wouldn't be able to get back through there. So, like, the whole sequence would be her trying to find another mirror to get back through to the real world. That's, that's pretty cool, actually. I like that so far. Yeah. Um, so, and also the other thing I was thinking is, like, maybe... I want it to have, like, the mirror world to have kind of a creepy feel to it, right? Like, she's actually in a different, weird world. So, one thing you could do, I don't know if this is too cliche, but you could have the, the imp tell her something that, like, uh, you might find that people are a little different in the mirror world. Um, they're exactly how they see themselves. Hmm. You know, because people look in the mirror and they... They, they see what they want to see, or they... Or they, they see they, what they... They actually are. Yeah, so, I mean, you could have people looking all, like... 
some people would look grotesque, you know, and some people would look like super thin or, you know, beautiful or malformed or whatever. And also, I was thinking maybe she wouldn't be able to understand the mirror people because they would talk backwards. backwards. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's that's some interesting stuff. So you have this this uh, this sequence that uh, that's probably like a good fifteen minutes, maybe. Yeah, yeah. It sounds promising. Uh huh. Um, I like that. Yeah, and it would just be like she would, I don't know. They would be she would be trying to find new mirrors and like they would be getting smashed or whatever. I don't know what it would look like actually. Maybe not black, but like the monster thing would just. Smash it! It like the the world in front of her would just crumble. Yeah, because without a mirror to reflect that world, um, you'd see pieces of the world spilled out all over the place, like the mirror on the floor. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah. you couldn't actually like walk on something if the, the this pit of the floor is there and that was there, or it's just like a bunch of weird ceilings. Oh bits. yeah, 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 yeah. So it wouldn't go black. It would go like it would just shatter literally. Yeah, yeah. Because if you, I, I kind of picture, I could uh, in yeah. my mind, I picture it like. Mirrors are the the mirrors in the mirror world maybe are like lamps, and so they project this light. But instead of projecting this light, they project a reflection of the real world. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah. And so maybe between them, pieces. you have some other someone connecting these mirrors. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure what that world is exactly. The doors they open and they 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 bring in what is the real world, but backwards. Mm -hmm. And when they shatter, like it tears up that part of the world, kind of like dropping a grenade. Hmm. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which would be very visually, uh, if, if done well, it could be very visually wonderful. Yeah. And she could have, um, she could also have a little, like, hand mirror that she obviously couldn't fit through, but, like, she could use it to, for little, little specific set pieces of, like, trying to do something. Maybe the, the boy could be helping her on the other side. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. The, the context of, of where to fit this, this uh, set piece in would be... It would be interesting, to say yeah. the least. I think this would be, like, near the end when they're actually in direct opposition to the imp, right? Yeah, this would be the... Um, oh no, we've done the wrong thing and maybe mm -hmm. killed the Guardian. <laughs> Something ridiculous like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or we, we've, we've tied him up and now he's at the mercy of the imp who is spreading his poison over the entire apartment complex. Yeah, yeah. And then... The other idea I had was for earlier in the movie. I like the mirror idea better, but this one could be cool. This would be, say, when they're fighting the, the fake threat, right? The, the boy and the girl are together, um, kind of, they're trying to do something. Okay. I picture the whole thing having kind of like a fast pace, like not that much gravity to it yet. They're just kind of like, it's still fairly fun. And then out of nowhere, um, a copy, another copy of the boy appears. Mm-hmm. He has a clock in his hand, and it just turns to sand. He's like, oh, come on. And, like, it would be... He would have been sent back in time from later in the movie by the girl when they're at odds with one another. And so it would just be this kind of, like, sequence where he's running along with them and, like, sort of trying to help them, but basically just trying to find a clock to send himself back. <laughs> so, I don't know. It just... It would be fairly kind of, like, lighthearted, but... Um, and it'd be like it would be as if they call needed, forward. Yeah, exactly. And it would be like they don't really explain it. It would just be you would get to that point in the movie, and like she would like throw a clock at him, and he would catch it, and then she would like zap him, and he'd be like, oh, and that would reveal like why he appeared. Yeah, you know, that's pretty cool. I like that because you could be like, oh, all right, and then he'd realize where he is, mm -hmm. and then maybe he'd yeah. like start fighting with them against the thing for a bit. Yeah, exactly. Until he's like finds a clock, he's like later. Yeah. 
Yeah. That, that, that sounds like a cool sequence that'd be like a call forward. I, I kind of like that. Yeah. So those, I think, were my two main ideas. I also was thinking for the, like, the, the imagery that I was thinking of is just kind of like dark, dusty, like kind of like not well lit, especially in the, when they first go into the, uh, um, this apartment with the imp. Just muted sounds, like to tie into the whole kind of creepy otherworldliness. And I was thinking they could be, well, like, uh, there could be this kind of like actual like whole hallway that's been boarded off. Okay. In the apartment, and it would be it would have like you know some maybe like an X cross of wood across it, and then this like half see through tarp or whatever, right? And then they kind of like stumble through it while they're running away from someone or something, right? And then there's like a whole hallway of boarded up doors, and then at the very end, like facing them is this you know the main door that's like slightly open. Okay. And they're kind of like walking s slowly through it. They, yeah, I think they should be like running away. Like, they don't want to get caught for something. So they're running and then they, like, hide in this hallway that they're not supposed to go in. So they're causing mischief, maybe, right? Yeah, but I think it should be a hallway. They've set fire to a bag full of poo and put it in front of yeah. old man Pearson. <laughs> exactly. House again. They're in for it this time. <laughs> I like that. So that was, I think, my main idea. I, I like the... I find the, the clock thing very cute uh -huh. and, like, fun. Yeah, exactly. Because it would still be, at that point, not, like... Uh, not that serious. Yeah, and I think the mirror world could be very creepy. Uh -huh. So make sure you bring your parents with you kids. Because <laughs> otherwise I'm going to molest you. <laughs> the parents, not the kids. Not mm -hmm. pervert. Well, I, I didn't write everything down. No, that's fine. I was just wondering what you had written before, because I kind of forget. Oh, creature possesses one of them. That could be cool. Didn't remember that, did you? No, I forgot. One of the cool side characters. Cool side like characters. Like old Mr. Pearson. Exactly. Uh, yeah. With his sunglasses and his classic jazz. <laughs> Maybe he's blind. Yeah, but no! That'd be cliche. He takes him off, and it turns out he's the guardian. Ah, uh, ah, uh, I see. Well, you can't have a magic black man with that. That's also cliche. Is it? Yeah. How many magical black men do you know? I don't know. Don't count the people that molested you. They were pretty magical. <laughs> Yeah, maybe if they're magicians. Uh-huh. So those were your ideas? Yeah, I think that was it. J'approuve. Um, that's I approve, but... C. Si. <laughs> and that is Nicholas approving also. Yeah, that's, he's up to like seven words now. Up to doing better than Nelson, I think. Yeah. Though I think he's less passionate. <laughs> he likes the passion, passionate. The passion that Nelson has. Yeah. Uh, let me see what we have in our show notes here. Um, so we've talked about our ideas. Uh-huh. Um, where to now? So... We've, yes. we've brainstormed about ideas for about three weeks. Yes. Um, for like a half hour. For about half an hour <laughs> to three weeks, depending on... Um, I was distracted, to be fair. That... You picked like the worst possible time you, in my life. <laughs> you picked the worst possible time in your life to get a girlfriend. I guess. And she picked the worst possible time to show up in my town. Hopefully you're listening to this, Amy. <laughs> I know that Steve does not, in fact, love you uh -huh. and wants to leave you. And I never think about you ever, apparently. <laughs> ever. How do you feel about any of the ideas? Do we want to pick one today? I don't know if we're ready, if we're at the picking one stage quite yet. Um, but uh, we don't want to keep delaying indefinitely. No. Do you want to, like, say, highlight three or something? Yeah, maybe, like, we could start doing outlines. Outlines? Yeah. I like outlines. How do you want to do these outlines things? Um, like we each do an outline of, you know, like pick one or two. 
Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Each do our own outlines. Yeah, not quite to the collaboration, like, back and forth writing yet. Um, but, like, here's my idea of how the story would roughly go out. Exactly. Um, here's my idea. Your idea sucks. Fuck you! Uh-huh. I'm just getting that explicit tag back up. Oh, uh, yeah. Bestiality! I don't know if bestiality would be explicit. Well, just, just saying, yeah, I guess. Well, let's just describe bestiality explicitly. <laughs> so, I took this dog. Okay, tell me about this dog. No. Was she a bitch? <laughs> She a real bitch. Does Amy know about what you did to this dog? <laughs> Can I know about what you did to this dog? Uh, I'm really lonely. Let's just wait until after the podcast. What do you think, Nicholas? I think that proper train drivers suck. You think what? Getting to work the Wi-Fi of this thing is complicated. Oh, I see. Yes. That oh, is profound. You got Nelson's laptop now. <laughs> yes, I know. You're turning into Nelson. It's confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> That is such a sad conclusion. Oh god. My Mexican's turning into a Chinaman. Yep. Also, we're not racist at all. No. Because Nicholas is clearly a Mexican. <laughs> not a Colombian. <laughs> yeah. So, where's my uh, cocaine? I thought we... Hey. Yeah, you're my mule. I'm Mexican, okay? I can get you tacos. <laughs> Means you're... Tacos and tequila. Yes, tacos and tequila. Cocaine. Well, okay, Mexicans are getting into that business too. Yeah. So you can do all three of those things, but you're too tacos, busy. Tacos, tequila, and cocaine. But I'm too busy having a case of, no, and a siesta. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> siesta. Um, it's funny, because other races are different. Different, but in a bad way. Exactly, because we're the best race. White power! Ah... <sighs> So we each come up with an outline of one or two or... Let's do a couple. A couple? I mean, I'm, I'm obviously, I'm kind of in the mood for this uh, apartment movie, so yeah. I'll do that. But then I for show. should do something else. Clearly you always like the more defined ones. Yeah. So, uh, there's the original one. Do we want to keep looking at that one? With uh, I think so. I think we have a fair amount of stuff for that. I have practically an outline there. Yeah. Um, so, I'm already one-third of the way done my outline. Kid Run, which is clearly a terrible working title. Uh-huh. Um, the Family Film, which is the apartment title. Yeah. I, see, this is why we will probably have a better title next week. <laughs> <laughs> um, and which one do we want? It's, three feels pretty good, right? Because it's like you sure. spend maybe two days on each. Yeah. Well, I also liked the... Um, the Clairvoyance? Yes. Clairvoyance. Oh. See... I didn't mention the tagline for this. Um, the act of seeing something you shouldn't. Yeah, I like that. It's a definition. So. <laughs> That's all you really need. All I need. I, I should be probably a movie producer, <laughs> not a writer. <laughs> um, so yeah, next week we will have, hopefully, upwards of three outlines. Um, broad outlines, course outlines... Like, what is our definition I of I don't really know. I um, don't know what an outline is. I guess just, we will use our judgment. So, yeah. Beginning, middle, end, and a rough idea of what happens to each. Yeah. I, I don't know if we need major action pieces, but you can, like, if you have some, yeah. that doesn't hurt. So, like I said, I'm already one way, one third of the way done with one then. <laughs> um, and there was about a page all compressed into kind of a short, it's kind of a short story. Yeah. So apartment one and clairvoyance, and with the clairvoyance one, I don't care. I don't think it matters if we go to that, down the sexy action route, or the dark, gritty personal, gritty personal murder mystery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We, I guess, we'll just see how we each take it. We, yeah. Um, I like to take it personally, in the mouth. Yeah. 
Um, and Steve, I think you like to take it in the nose or the ear? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, nose or ear, it depends on the day. Depends on the day. I don't blame you for that. Um, yeah. And are you sure we don't want to do the Metascript? Um... Which, the story that only we would care about. <laughs> oh, that's a tagline. <laughs> Put that in. No, well, I mean, I think three's already finished, like, two. <laughs> I'm just telling you, like, set like an hour each day or something. Yeah, I guess. Dude, I haven't done this day yet. I should sit down and work on this a bit. Yeah. And I think, I think I'm, I have a, I currently have a little book that I carry around that I keep, that I write down, like, research ideas for myself in. Uh -huh. And I think I might get another one for, like, story ideas or, or, like, dialogue ideas. It's not a bad idea. Because I hate, like, typing in, because I've done it a few times where I've typed it on my notes in my oh, eye, yeah. eye touch. Yeah. Like, that's, it always takes longer, and really I lose the small. idea the longer I wait. Yep. So, I, I might do that. Um, I don't discourage you from doing that. Mm -hmm. You um, have a pocket, back pocket notebook thing. Yeah. I, I can show you the one I got. Okay. Well, we're still recording. Yep. So, this is totally good, but it's like, literally. Oh, yeah. Literally the size of my back pocket. Like, I stick it in there. Boom. Gone. Can you yeah. see it? A little bit, yes. Yeah, a bit. But you can't, you can't see my ass. It's the point. So like I got that for my research, and I think I'll get one for, for writing to help me keep my ideas flowing. Mm -hmm. And you should set up that Dropbox. Oh yeah, I will. Might want to check out the, the script. Oh yeah, I will. Yes. Definitely. It might even have like an outline thing in it. There's a way to check that without putting dead air in the middle of the podcast. Or the end of the podcast, if you will, by the way, that sounds things are going. <laughs> I. Did you know we got complaints that it was too long last week? Really? How long is it now? Um, about the same. About the same length. <laughs> I cut off four minutes, so. Yeah, well, we, I don't know. Storyboards. No, it doesn't really have exactly a outlining exact, but. Uh, Whatever. That's fine. It's workable. It's got everything. Uh, it keeps track of characters, too, which is pretty cool. That's useful. Yeah. Um, and, you know. Dorothy. Topless. <laughs> Dorothy Topless says, what was that? And Hopefully it's not a beast that likes to eat. Was this really in the Wizard of Oz? I guess I've never seen the Wizard of Oz. I haven't seen a lot. I worry about you sometimes. Yeah, well, I worry about you not like Finding Nemo. I'm sorry if I don't like to like. I can sorry, put you have no soul. Put Steve yeah. into this now, um, and he say like, I'm a I genius. Want to have sex with a dog. And I can just tab and be like, Steve. <laughs> Steve has sex with a dog. <laughs> Steve has sex with a dog. <laughs> uh. Right, so it's, it's like literally that easy. Yeah. Um, for the main stuff, and then you can call in other stuff. Transitions. Cut to dead dog. <laughs> Steve wipes his mouth clean. Lion more cheerful. <laughs> Gee, that, that's awfully nice of you. Imagine what I could do with a bit more courage. You picked the best place possible to put that in. So oh yeah, um, that's what you're missing out by not having it downloaded yet. Uh -huh. um, I can already hear my heartbeat. <laughs> Apparently these people like dog fucking. Well, who doesn't? They have... They have like Lion Roar and V3. So there's a lot of stuff you can do with this. Yeah. Um, let's see characters. Steve's Steve. now a character. <laughs> Very well developed character. That's all it takes. Um, 
And I think if you click on the character, they you, you get they give you a little description, the actor, so little JPEG. Yep. And I think the next step after we pick a script would probably be to uh, build up um, the universe mm -hmm. and the characters. Yes. So we can better understand where they go, why they go in that direction. I guess the characters will have to have you know personalities and things that characters have. Okay. Yeah. Um. So next week, those three in outline formats of our own, mm -hmm. in separate ways. You're going to refer ourselves to Dropbox. Yep. Don't be afraid to come up with other ideas too. Yep. Because I'm pretty sure we'll have a... I think it's always important to have a few new ideas each week. I agree. But to always focus on one. Is there anything else you want to say before we go? No. So what about our title then? We, I guess we're just going to stick with for now. Uh, maybe. Each week maybe we'll have a better title. <laughs> each week maybe we'll... So this week we had uh, Steve and Matt. Matt and Steve unscripted. No, scripting unscripted. Scripting unscripted. Yeah. We could call it uh, Oddcast. Oddcast. Oh, no. no, that's been done by uh, I'm sure it must have One been. Up. Uh, Had an Oddcast. Yeah, that's pretty um, predictable. That is very predictable. So, let's wrap it up. I'm Matthew. I'm Steve. Script, uh, scripting Unscripted? No, did I get that wrong? Uh, Unsc scripting Unscripted, yes. Scripting Unscripted, and next week, maybe we'll have a better title. Bow, chicka, wow, wow, chicka,